Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of Trippy Education, training responsibly in preparing psychedelic-induced experiences. When I had the idea of creating this podcast, I wanted to mainly educate people on psychedelic substances, uh, their uses historically and culturally, their pharmacology, their most recent uses in medicine and healing, and everything in between. However, I also wanted to share many of my own personal experiences with these substances to share light on the various potentials these things can have on an individual. So this second podcast is another experience that I underwent, and this was while on Salvia Divinorum. For those of you who don't know, Salvia divinorum is a plant in the mint family. Historically used mostly in Oaxaca, Mexico for divination and healing, the plant is usually chewed and eaten or chewed and spit back out. However, our culture smokes it or smokes extracts of salvia. This trip report is one of the many very powerful experiences that I have had with this sacred plant. I hope you enjoy. This experience occurred on June 16th, 2016. It's called Santa's Workshop. I took one bong hit of 120 extract of Salvia Divinorum. The time frame was from 11.45 p.m. at night to 12.20 a.m. Very short experience. Trying to verbally describe this experience is very similar to how Joe Rogan put it. It's just my stubby, stupid ape fingers trying to draw God with a crayon on a patch of dirt. It's not even a proper canvas. In other words, I will not be able to express the true essence of the experience I had. However, I will try and paint a picture for the mind's eye to see and understand. After taking the hit, while in silent darkness, I closed my eyes and lied back. After about 30 seconds of holding the smoke in, I exhaled and was sent to the heart of what I think all religions, philosophers, and shamans talk about. In order for me to convey this experience, I almost have to tell it as a story, in this case as Santa's workshop. So after exhaling, I slowly transitioned into witnessing a slowly evolving scene. At first, I heard and saw a man off to the right of my field of vision singing or humming. After seeing this, my vision slowly panned toward the left and I saw these elves, these three elves. 
people dressed like elves who were small and had elf hats. They were wondering if this was the right whatever frame perspective window door to put me back in. I was watching this. They were doing it like I wasn't conscious of it, or maybe they were aware of me and were ignoring me on purpose because they knew I was awake for this. I was being put back into the right frame of existence. Like my entire room in three-dimensional space, or everything in the world, are just little micro bits of frames quite similar to pixels on a computer screen. And I just witnessed the structure and space of those frames. I just saw a higher dimension above this one. It was all connected, the room or the space. The floor and the walls and the ceiling were all warped together with a flowy pattern to it. It was the fifth dimensional space literally. I could see this and sense it. As soon as I noticed what they, or the elves, were doing, I had to touch my body. I felt my body and touched my closed eyelids and realized this is all in my mind. This is all in my head. I have this fifth dimensional space in my head. It's in me. There's another dimension in there. Who knows if there are more? Coming to this realization makes me think there are more. And there are beings in there. I just witness elves working to make sure I go back into the right frame. My frame, I guess. How do I know they put me in the right one? Maybe they put me in a more upgraded one. Or not. I did have a deep intention for this trip, to open up my heart and ease my mind and make me remember. Holy shit, I just saw the workers that keep this whole show going. I witnessed elves. These aren't the famous self-transforming machine elves of DMT. They were nothing of the sort. They were not that abstract. They were literally little people dressed as elves and there was an older man instructing them like Santa Claus or something he was even singing or humming a song I honestly thought that that singing and noise was just me thinking but I then realized that was him I just popped into their workshop for a sojourn and they like realized this and needed to get me back into the fourth or third dimension. They needed to put me back into a frame, a moment, a perspective. I was in their workshop and got to see how there are billions upon billions of frames, moments, perspectives, scenarios, instances, and so on. I felt their almost urgent care to get me back into the right frame. Was this because I was inside their workshop? They need things running smoothly up there in the fifth dimension. After witnessing this, I feel like 
at the time after this experience, I felt like a computer program or something, or like an avatar, like I'm being watched or monitored from another dimension. Maybe not moment to moment, but maybe. Was this spirit? Was this the fifth dimension? Was this the realm of the dead? It's humbling realizing there's another dimension in my life. And anyone can read physics books and it will tell you that there are more dimensions than this one. But to truly experience it, now that's something amazing. You then know for a fact that there is more out there, more than we will ever know. I haven't done a Salvia excursion in about four months prior to this trip. I asked Salvia to be gentle for this trip because I forgot what she was like in a way. I asked her to help me remember. I remember now. I say her personifying Salvia almost. Many say that there is a feminine energy to it. So that's the way I'm describing that. It can be gentle, and this trip was. It was like not fear-stricken or intense or awesome in nature or like me realizing I'm seeing the answers to the universe type deal. I was just witnessing a scene. However, the implications in witnessing this scene finally struck me as I was coming down from the trip. I clearly and vividly understood what I was seeing. I was seeing the factory, the workplace, the space where beings of a higher order watch over us in our perceptual frames of existence. I'm guessing they help us stay there because when I broke through into this space, these three elves with urgent care tried to put me back into my frame. They realized I was awake and watching them in their higher dimensional space. There was even an older man off to the side singing or humming. Is this the visual language Terence McKenna talked about for DMT? I'm not very sure because... I did not get that vibe right away while in this space. The entire space was filled with different square-like windows, frames of perception. They made up this space, the walls, the ceiling, the floor. There were no boundaries between these things as well. It all flowed into each other. This was one of the most humbling and sobering experiences I've ever had on psychedelics at the time. I believe I understand what Terence meant by the secret that no one can talk about and what religion is based on and all that. I encountered the spirit world, it seemed. Possibly the realm of the dead. They are the keepers of the moment. This trip, along with all my other trips on psychedelics, has instilled in me and given me the freedom and awareness of that freedom of choice. Every situation you have a choice to do certain things. Could be trivial things like whether to get angry when someone cuts you off in traffic or to not potentiate that situation. Or could be life choices like whether a certain career path is of your liking. 
There are many other examples. What salvia and other psychedelics certainly have done is kind of given me a step back from my perspective that I have in day-to-day life. It's made me realize that this is one perspective out of billions all the way to infinity. So many choices of perspectives. We have the freedom within ourselves to decide what we want to see. This is true freedom. This is true meaning. This is true purpose. Life is no longer happening to you and you being the victim. Life is co-present, having a symbiotic relationship with oneself. When you are content or at peace on the inside, you will see that contentment or peace in your outer life. These choices are gifts to the human experience. It's a funny thing, however, that we have these choices, but life seems to know exactly what we need. Even when we choose a path that will not be so fruitful in the future, it seems to always work out in the long run. For me, I think it's my spirit, my spirit helpers, the plants, my friends and family, the earth, the animals and everyday people that are the ones co-creating with me and helping me see the different perspectives so I can make a choice. It's truly amazing to be alive. As Terrence McKenna once said, take it easy, dude, but take it. So thank you, and uh, I appreciate anyone who took the time to listen to this. It's fun reminiscing on past experiences, especially saying them out loud for other people to hear, and even for myself to hear. Because this experience happened in 2016, and it's funny reading this and looking at the way I think right now as compared back to when I had this experience and of course things have changed and I've gone through many different types of experiences to lead to where I am now but there is always a lesson in every psychedelic experience I've ever had every single one and It's profound to read those past experiences and reminisce on that. Even if I don't think the same way as I did, um, where at the time this experience gave me a sense that there were, um, in a way, beings inside my head that controlled... um, kind of my perception in a way and of course to any non-neurotic normal person that would be considered crazy I gotta remind you though that there is no normal thing that's a cultural conditioned perception and um, in indigenous cultures, 
shamans who so-called address these spirit helpers are considered the sane ones in their society. In our culture, we considered those people insane. So it's funny to see the difference. However, I definitely have grown a lot in my thinking from this experience and because of this experience. Whether or not, who can say what those beings were? No one will ever know that. I don't know that. Um, But it's nice to realize that You know, you don't have to go outside yourself to find happiness or to find anything. Everything is literally within you. And if you just take the time to look in, you can find peace and equanimity and well-being. And when you're in inner self is in line with your path then your outer life just automatically falls into place I hope you all enjoyed this and see you in the future